I know, I know that you're applauding because you want these fellows to come back. And, uh, I, but I'm going to ask everyone to be quiet. My talk won't be more than two hours long. It'll just seem longer. If you'd been that pilot shot down and in hiding this past week, would you have been able to pull through? I heard him on television when he arrived back at his base yesterday. Here's what he said. Right off the bat, the first thing I want to do is thank God If it wasn't for God and the love of God, I'd have never gotten through. And that's what I want to ask you. Could you have made it? I want you to know tonight one thing. God loves you. No matter what you've done, no matter how you've lived, no matter what the color of your skin, no matter what your racial background, no matter what language you speak, God loves you. And, and He's interested in you. He's interested in you. He wants to help you. It's hard for us to believe that there's a supernatural being that never had a beginning, never has an end, a mystery to us all who loves and loves you and loves me and he's interested in us and he wants to come into your life he wants to give you a new beginning many people have never discovered the reason for why they're here as DC talk just sang sometime in our lives we all have pain and we all have sorrow all of us. The oldest book in the Bible says we're born unto trouble as the sparks fly upward. And we're all lonely at times. You can be with your friends, you can be at a party and be lonely. There's a moment of loneliness that sweeps over you. What is it? It's a cosmic loneliness. Loneliness that only God can fill in your life. And the words Michael just sang describe you exactly. You're wandering the road of a desperate life with a troubled mind and a doubter's heart, wondering how you got this far. Faith in Christ can fill that void and give you a reason for living. You know, you can start all over. Jesus said to a man in the Bible, you can be born again. And that man said, can I enter my mother's womb and start all over? And Jesus said, unless you have been born again, you cannot even see the kingdom of God. How do you become born again? Well, there's a mystery to it. 
Jesus said, the wind blows. You don't see the wind, you see the effects of the wind. You don't know where it comes from, you don't know where it goes. He said that being born from above is the same way. But unless you're born from above, and unless the Holy Spirit comes in and changes your life, you cannot see the kingdom of God. But you can see the kingdom of God. You can begin tonight and make a commitment to Christ tonight. Someone recently wrote me a letter. And he said that he began drinking in the eighth grade. And all four years in high school were given to drugs and alcohol and rebellion. And he said he went on that way for several more years. And he said, I just can't begin to describe how horrible it all was. I was headed to nowhere. I tried to change, but the harder I tried, the worse I got, and the more depressed I got. His mother, who was not a Christian, gave him a Bible. He had never read the Bible before. And in the front of the Bible, must have been a Gideon Bible, it told you where to look if you were depressed or lonely or anxious. And he wrote, I was all those things. The reference that grabbed my attention was where to look when you need change. He said, I knew that I needed to change. And in the Bible, it told me where to look to find an answer. And I wanted to change, and I tried desperately on my own to change, but to no avail, I couldn't change. The reference was John 3, about being born again. But I couldn't understand what that meant. That night, I flipped on the television, and you were on the screen. He said, I said to myself, what a joke. I got up and turned, was turning it off. And then you said something just before I turned it off about being born again and starting life over. And I stopped. And that was the time I met Jesus Christ. And he came into my life and he changed me. And perhaps it will do the same for you here tonight at Skydome. I was in Poland while the communists were still in charge and I was, we went Warsaw that first night and they gave a, the Catholic Church gave a great banquet for us. And I was sitting beside a Monsignor at the head table. And he said, I want to tell you a little story. And I asked him later if I could use it publicly and he said, by all means. He said, I was getting my PhD at the University of Chicago. And one day I was on a bus going back to my school, back to the rooms at the university. And a woman sitting behind me, a black woman, punched me on the shoulder and I turned around. And she looked me in the eye and she said, Sir, have you ever been born again? He said, Well, I'm a priest. I've studied the Bible. I've prayed. So I suppose I have been. She said, that's not what I asked you. I asked you, had you ever been born again? So he said that he went back to his room at the university. He knew where that story was found and he turned to the third chapter of John and read about Jesus saying, you must be born again. And he said, I got on my knees. And I prayed. 
And he said, for the first time in my life, I had peace in my heart. And he said, though I was a priest, I was like Nicodemus. I still needed something else. I needed Jesus to absolutely dominate my life and be Lord of my life. And he said, I've never gotten over that experience. Has that happened to you? Have you ever come and given your life to Christ that way? Now, why did Jesus say that? Because he knew what was in the heart of men and women. What causes lying and cheating and hate and greed and social inequality and war? Jesus said, but those things which proceed out of the mouth, they come from the heart and they defile us. The things that come out of your mouth are coming from the heart. You hear a man swearing and cursing or doing the terrible things. It comes from the heart. And we have in our newspapers this past week unbelievable stories of a trial going on right here. We have a trial in Los Angeles that's dominating the news. Where do all these, and yet an article in the paper today said that there are hundreds of other trials going on that we don't even read about because these two trials dominate the press. Why are we doing this to ourselves? Why are they fighting in Bosnia? Why are they fighting in Rwanda? Why does tribe fight tribe? Why are there so many splits in our homes and so many broken homes? And some of you come from broken homes and you're suffering because of it. Jesus said they come from our hearts and it's hearts that need to be changed because the scripture teaches that from the very beginning, God meant that man live in paradise. But he said in paradise, there's one thing you cannot do. I'm going to test you. I've given you a will of your own. You're not like the other creatures. You have a will of your own. So God does not make you believe in him. He doesn't make you follow him. He made you an individual and you can make up your own mind and it's your own will, your own decision. Your parents can't make it for you and no one else can make it for you. It's just you and God. And so man broke God's law and God called it sin. And then the Bible says that we've all sinned and come short of God's requirements and it's come between us and God. You see, God made you in His image. Not the physical image, but spiritual image. You're made in God's image. <coughs> and God has given to you the ability to choose which roads you're going to go. Jesus said there are two roads in life. A broad road with all the nightclubs, all the sex, everything you ever that your body ever craves is there for pleasure and happiness. There's another road. It's a narrow road. It's a hard road. It's a difficult road. In order to walk that road, you have to deny yourself and you have to carry a cross. You have to identify yourself with Jesus on that cross. 
And you know, it's not like you're standing at a crossroads. What is happening is that narrow road is going up the middle of the broad road. The vast majority of humanity are going down the broad road and you have to go against the tide. And they don't like it. Sometimes in some countries they persecute, some countries they'll kill you. Some places here in Toronto, they'll laugh at you. You'll feel that like you're different, you're on, the out, you're on the outside, looking into something that you should be involved in. But that's what he requires. And I want to tell you something, I'm not going to kid you. It's not easy to follow Christ. It's hard. And you have to be willing to take up a challenge, just like Captain O'Grady out there in Bosnia. He didn't know where he was. He didn't know whether he'd ever be rescued or not. He ate grass. He ate little beetles. He ate bark off the vines. But he was determined to survive. It was hard. It was tough. It was rough. But he had confidence that those Marines would be looking for him. And his little transmitter was giving out. The batteries were burning low. But he never gave up. And then came a couple days ago, and they heard the faint sound from his little radio that was dying. And they sent that helicopter and reached down and picked him up and carried him to safety. You have that little battery and that little transmission in your hand. It goes all the way to the throne of heaven. And all you have to say is, yes, Lord, come into my heart. Pick me up. Take me out of this mess I'm in. Change my life and make me a new person. Fulfill me. Give me the joy and the peace and the happiness that I really want. And give me assurance if I die, I'm going to heaven. God, will you do that for me? And God answers by saying, look to the cross. That's where I gave my son. They beat him. They tortured him. They put nails in his hands and his feet and his blood ran. They jerked his beard and his face bled. But that wasn't his real suffering. His real suffering was the spiritual suffering because in that moment that we don't understand, God took everything that I've ever done in my life that was wrong and laid it on Jesus. He took everything in your life. So Jesus became guilty of every sin you've ever committed. He became guilty of all the sex sins you've committed, of all the lies you've ever told, of all the cheating that you've ever done, of all the disobedience you've been to your parents. Are you older people how you have terribly failed in your life? He took it all on that cross for you because he loved you. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Tonight, Christ will come into your life and change you and give you everything that you ever dreamed of in the way of spiritual blessing and assurance and certainty. He'll help you find the right mate and that's very important to find the right girl, the right fellow to spend your life with. He'll help you make that decision. And so many things.
if you surrender your life to him. And I'm going to ask you tonight to do just that. 